Hello guys, how are you doing today? How is everything? It has been a long while, so much has happened and I'm happy to be recording. I am particularly happy about this episode because while I was researching for it, I discovered a lot of things about my history, about my country and you know, it's just really fantastic to share. So today I was, I have been listening to a lot of fella, you know, he is such an activist and he actually was thinking about this present government then, you know, and I was reading about his mother and the only thing I know about Fumilaya Ransom Kuti is that she was a, um, she was the first woman to drive a car. Nobody ever tells you that she was, she led, um, a 10,000 women protest. Nobody ever tells you that. Nobody ever tells you that she was a, um, the only woman in the Seoul delegation to, um, talk about the national constitution. Nobody ever tells you that. Nobody ever tells you that. Nobody ever tells you that she was the lioness of Wasabi. Nobody ever told you that the Nigerian army came to her son's property and pushed her over, pushed her from the window of a two-story building. Nobody ever freaking tells you that. So, I just want to tell you everything that she is all about because we have so much history that we don't know and it just feels right that we uncover everything and we learn because they have lied. They have tried to gaslight us. They have tried to make us feel like, you know, the lucky target didn't happen when we saw it. Uh, my quote of the day is by Command Kujuri and it says, You only feel powerless because your fear has given your power to the object of your fear. Once you realize this, you can claim it back. I was just looking for quotes that spoke on feeling powerless because it's how I felt. I've cried a lot, (laughs) trust me. You only feel powerless because your fear has given your power to the object of your fear. Once you realize this, you can claim it back okay so now let's start with Fumilaya Ransom Kuti she was a young woman who was the first female to attend the Abiyokuta Rama school as a young adult she worked as a teacher organizing some of the first preschool classes in the country and arranging literacy classes for lower income women. She was dubbed by the media as the Lioness of Wasabi. She led marches and protests of up to 10,000 women, forcing the ruling Alake, who is the king of Egbaland, to temporarily abdicate in 1949. During the 1940s, she established the Abiyokuta Women's Union and fought for women's rights, demanding better representation of women in local governing bodies and an unfair end sorry and an end to the unfair taxes on market women let me tell you about her activism people always talk about fella and they are always saying things like oh fella is such a revolutionary but let me tell you where he got it from he got it from his mother 
and his father but he got like let us shine light on his mother they tell us that she was the first woman to drive a car because they tried to hide her like her power and her strength from us she drove the car in 1907 and she did far better things than that in 1932, she helped establish the Abuqtal Ladies Club. Now, that club was focused on charity, work, sewing, and catering, and also adult education classes. And its early members were mostly Christian, Western-educated women from the middle class. But by the 1940s, she and the club were moving towards a more political direction. So... Inspired by an illiterate friend who asked her to help her, like to teach her how to read, Ransom Kuti began organizing literacy workshops for market women through the club, and she gained a greater understanding of the social and political inequalities faced by many Nigerian women. In 1946, the club was renamed to the Abiokuta Women's Union, now open to all women in Abiokuta. She and the organization turned its focus to fighting unfair price controls and taxes imposed on the market women with her as the president. So she and the formerly educated members of the club spoke Yoruba and wore Yoruba traditional outfits in order to unify the women and to avoid class conflict. She led the first political... Okay, no, not the first, but she led the protest against tax on women. And Abilkata, alongside regular taxes for income and water usage, market women were also forced to pay a special tax that went directly to market supervisors. The newly appointed king imposed these taxes on women. After failed attempts to the British government appealing for the king to be removed, you like these people never show up when you need them. Like honestly. People were just contacting the UN, the UK petitions, and it was just radio silence. I, sometimes I just think of the first song that says, um, waiting, be, waiting United for United Nations. Like, what is, what is actually united there? Like, everything is just for their, self, their selfish interest. Anyways, the AWU began contacting newspapers and circulating petitions they refused to pay taxes they staged long vigils outside the king's palace and they arranged an audit of the sole native authority system finance records also demanding representation for women on the SNA executive council I love this woman also by the late 1947 Abiokuta authorities began forbidding women from organizing parades or demonstrations but this woman and the AWU revamped every other thing and then turned it into picnics and you know festivals and they drew up up to 10,000 participants 
you understand sometimes it led to altercations with um, police and she taught women how to deal with tear gas canisters sometimes thrown at them and she used its membership dues the AWU membership dues to fund legal representation for arrested members tensions between AWU and authorities came to a head in February and the there was okay there was let me tell you there's a scuffle where Ransom Kitty held the steering wheel of a district officer and refused to let go until he pried her hands after many demonstrations the king finally like listened to the women's demands suspending the tax and also it led to him getting off the throne she was the first woman to be sent in a delegation to protest a proposed Nigerian constitution. She was the first woman to have any position in any Nigerian House of Chiefs at the time. She was appointed chairman of the Advisory Board of Education. She kept traveling and speaking about women's rights. She traveled to China. She traveled to um, Czech. She traveled to Switzerland. She traveled to Ghana, Egypt, everywhere so she could tighten the bond between their own women's union and AWUU, which actually became a national um, body. And they killed her. The Nigerian government killed her until today they haven't said anything. They came to her her, um, son's property and they threw her off. They threw her off two-story building. She died from complications to that. That's why they'll never tell you anything about her. So they'll never have to respond for her death. That's why they, they never say anything. They branded her the first woman to drive a car. And they'll tell you that feminism and fighting for women's rights is a Western thing. No. No. They don't want you to know anything about your history. That's why they will turn everything. So that's pretty much what this episode is about. I hope I have been able to shine some light into her life. I will continuously tell you things about our history. This is definitely just the beginning. I am here for you. Anyways, I love you so much. I hope you're keeping good. I hope you're keeping fine. I hope everything is going good with you. Honestly, if you're Nigerian right now, I'm sending you loads of virtual hugs and kisses. Um, thank you for everything. Thank you for the unity throughout the past week. Um, take care of yourself. Stay safe. I love you. I love you so much. Bye. bonus outro i'd like to tell everybody that feels like their world is about to end because of the sadness that they're not alone in this fight we are here together and i love you guys so much rest in peace okay um and everybody that i don't know their names florence chimo i just don't know their names but They are my hearts forever and their memories.
people died and sacrificed so much for us to have our voice. So we will not not have a voice. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And also, I'd like to say that you should listen to Beast of No Nation. Tell me if you like this episode. Send me a message or something. Um, I love you. Bye.